Inspire with the CEDP mission team. Connecting with teachers to transform students' experience of religious education. Welcome to Inspire. My name is Scott Carroll and I'm a teaching educator with the mission team for Catholic Education in the Diocese of Parramatta. Our guest today brings an incredible wealth of knowledge and experience to our conversation. It is a pleasure to welcome the Vicar General and Episcopal Vicar for Education and Formation for the Diocese of Parramatta, Father Chris D'Souza. Chris, welcome to the conversation. Thanks, Scott. So a key component of ensuring our new curriculum is relevant to student lives is beginning with their questions and wonderings. I understand that you were recently present at a student leaders listening forum with Bishop Vincent in which students from across the diocese were able to share key issues concerning them. Can you share with us some of the key learnings from that experience? Sure. Firstly, these are these listening forums, we've had them now for a number of years. So they've become a bit of a tradition in which students speak, the student leaders anyway, Teach, te- try to teach us and tell us what's on their minds. And I suppose for me it broke down into two main areas. One was to do with how religion was preparing them or how they uh, to respond in their faith journey as they leave school. And one element in that was the notion of are they being supplied with enough information and skills to respond to questions that will be put to them about the relevance of the Christian faith, in particular the Catholic faith. Mm. So that was a that was one area. And the second was more in terms that I would describe as the, the general call to holiness. Now that's not their words, but it's sort of my words on their questions, which is how to be a true Christian, a true disciple of Jesus in the real world, not in some sort of fake world or some sort of artificial community, but in the real world of, of their lives. And so the, there was a, a bit of discussion and debate around that. Mm. Those are the two ways in which those, those, those things impacted on me. It's an incredibly important notion to grapple with in the Parramatta Diocese. It's such a multicultural society, isn't it? Yes, it's not only multicultural, it's also in the sense that it brings in so many different ideologies, mm. um, not just faith experiences, but you know, lifestyle ideologies as well. Mm-hmm. So what is the Christian response in that? Mm. Um, what is the Christian stance in that? There's an attitude that people think they know what the Christian response is, and when you examine that, it's actually not a Christian response. It's more a sociological response, mm. which is to do a, a kind of a retreat into a, a sort of a private world, an exclusivity rather than an engagement. And so I think the new curriculum should help us respond in an engagement with society, not in an I-thou kind of relationship, but very much walking with people the model I you know, sort of have in mind is the story of Jesus meeting the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, mm. that Jesus started walking with them. They didn't recognize it was Jesus, but in that mode of discussion, they began to see that he was beginning to answer or speak to the questions of life that they had. And then in the recognition of who he was, they were challenged and they responded to that challenge by going back to the community and celebrating the fact that the Lord was truly risen. Mm. Now, that's a wonderful story of the past, but in some ways it kind of maps out how we are challenged to live our life today. Uh, The temptation is to run away. Mm. 
to run away into some sort of safe place where all the questions are answered and all the answers are neat and everything seems very logical and everything has an edge. In my experience, faith is a lot more messier than that. Mm. And it's in living that messiness that I believe true holiness is discovered, the true holiness of God with us in the messiness of life. It's something that I truly believe in, that God is not someone, some sort of mountaintop that I have to discover him, or is some sort of logical principle that has to be discovered in, in the universe. But God is in the messiness of life, in the messy stuff that surrounds us. And it's in sitting and working with God that we find the answers that we're looking for. They might not be the answers we want, mm. but they're often the answers we need to live life to the full to live life and to be truly happy. And like the disciples on the road to Emmaus, often it's not until after the experience mm. that we're able to reflect back on it and recognise right. God in that moment. That's right. And my hope is that the new curriculum will, will provide that atmosphere in which ch students and, and teachers and parents, so the whole learning community engages in that debate, mm. that debate with the Lord, through the scriptures, through the doctrines of the church, through the traditions of the church, that whole wealth of traditions of mm. the church in which the real person of Jesus is encountered as a loving saviour. And, and, and I guess, Scott, that's really the challenge, isn't it? That because sometimes we want to be the saviour, we won't allow Christ to be the yeah. saviour. You know, it's a popular phrase, perhaps you've heard me saying that I believe one of our great challenges, every time we make the sign of the cross, is to say that we are the creature, not the creator, mm. that we're the saved, not the saviour, and the sanctified rather than the sanctifier. In other words, allow God to be God and us to be children of God. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, many of the leaders in our diocese have been on pilgrimage with you, mm -hmm. RECs, APs and principals, and uh, part of my reflection on that pilgrimage, just to go back to that notion of the road to Emmaus, was that we went to what is often called the, the fifth gospel, the Holy Land. Mm -hmm. And we went there to find Jesus in, in many ways. And we did, we did. But certainly the strongest experience of that was actually encountering Jesus with the people that we travel all the way from the other side of the world with. So lo and behold, I, I call it the Dorothy Gale experience where it was there the whole time. And I suppose what I'm, what I'm hearing you saying is there is that challenge in everything that we do and in the good and the bad to, to look for, for Christ in amongst all that. I think you're absolutely right. I think the notion of the fifth gospel being the Holy Land is not limited to a geographical space in the Middle East. Certainly. The Holy Land is here, mm. the great south land of the Holy Spirit, the place that human beings have walked for millennia, you know, I'm not sure what it is, whether it's 40,000 years or what the late, latest on that is, whether it's even more than that. Hmm. But the Holy Spirit's been w walking and moving in this land, in this space for a long time, through all its people, through all creation. And it's one of the tasks, I believe anyway, of, of followers of the Lord Jesus, is to recognise God in this space. Hmm. You know, one of those sayings from the, um, I'm not very good with quoting exactly where scripture comes from, but it was Jacob saying, God was in this place and I never knew. Mm. It's the realization that God is with us. And I know you've heard me talk about this many, many times, and perhaps a number of our listeners have, is that's a huge challenge because often we don't like the space we're in. 
we want to be in that place where we will be or we remember the place of of wonder in the past mm. but it's in the present moment that the christian G- god jesus the true god is discovered in the present moment in all that messiness of life so the fifth gospel continues to articulate itself in the space where our brothers and sisters walk and christ is still waiting to be discovered in the poor in the marginalized and it's the poor and the marginalized that not only we see with our eyes but we can also sense with our heart those who are deprived of the knowledge of the beauty of who they are mm. of the wonder of who they are of the blessedness of who they are you know that we're not limited by what the world sees as important and 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 valued and one of the great joys for me in catholic education it's the appreciation of the individual as made in god's image and likeness and valued for that not for what they can or can't do or what they look like or what they tell you know how much money they have or whatever it is mm. so it's the fifth gospel in the present location with the people that we're with and it's not just the christians and not just the catholics That's right. and not just the ones that um that like us or speak to us mm. but it's all god's people it's to continually broaden our gaze without giving up our principles the principles of loving god with all our heart with all our soul with all our mind and with all our strength that's not just a principle but it's also a standard where we have to keep on measuring ourselves and calling ourselves to become um and similarly as the lord says to love one another as he has loved us so that fifth gospel is not just the geography it's also the demography of where i am and who i'm with so I, i don't know, i don't have anything to add to that father chris <laughs> thank you very much for your time and for joining us today my pleasure thanks god